Hey there, friends. You're listening to the Unconventional Yogi Podcast with yours truly, Colette Marie. Real content, real talk. How are you all feeling out there? Is there anything going on? Anything that you might be thinking about? Well, I have something to share that occurred over the weekend. Actually, not over the weekend. That occurred on Tuesday, yesterday. Because I went to D.C. with my significant other Monday. and We were driving back yesterday. And we stopped at the at a Delaware rest stop. You know, the big old placard that says, you know, welcome to Delaware. Thank you for visiting Delaware. But the bottom part of the big sign that's perched in front of the uh, shopping space where you go and get various sundries and use the restroom says home of President Joseph R. Biden Jr. Okay. No big deal. I thought, you know, how, how, how cute would it be to take a quick picture under it? And it was supposed to be for a family member, just, just as a fun thing. And as I was directing, like where to stand, where to put his hand, I hear talking to my right. I hear within an earshot someone asking about what the COVID numbers are for Delaware. And of course, in my head, I'm like, what? Why would, any, why would anybody be asking some, somebody that? But I didn't, I, didn't, I didn't stop to look and see what was going on. And then as I'm taking the picture and laughing away and I hear, oh, you don't speak English? Great. And then, the, and then I see a woman walk away as she's shaking her head and w- waving her arm. And then I look at my phone and I'm tweaking the pictures and then I, I stopped paying attention to Ross and then we leave. That was that. I turned, of course, to look to see who, who the woman might be talking to. And I hear Spanish in, in, in the communication, which tells me that they were that they're Hispanic or Latinx rather. And I don't, I didn't say anything. I did look at their faces and they both looked confused, but they just kept going on whatever they were doing. And then I left, we left, we got back on the road. I'm sitting in the car, brooding, putting the pieces of this puzzle together of this interaction, which occurred in such a fast amount of time. And then I shared my thoughts with Ross. I said, you know, babe, I think that woman that walked by was being racially intolerant towards this woman and her daughter. And I didn't, I didn't even have an opportunity to say anything. I wish I would have, because she was asking the mother and the daughter, or maybe just the mother, them in general, what the COVID numbers were for the state. And I thought that was odd. And then she went on to ask if they, they, they must have said something in Spanish to then prompt the woman to say, oh, you don't speak English? Great. And then the woman, you know, stormed off. And I thought that's, you know, 
wow, I missed this entire thing because I was taking the photo of you and I just missed it. And I, I should have said, I feel like I should have said something, but it all happened so fast. And now I'm upset because this woman was being racially intolerant, discriminatory. Just, I could say, I could, I could say more words, but she was not a nice person. And I feel bad for the woman and her, and her daughter because, you know, she, that's ridiculous. And then, friends, Ross goes on to say, oh, that's interesting because she told me to spit on the sign. I said, really? He said, yeah, she said to me in a nasty way, I hope you spit on it. And then shook her head and walked away, threw her hand up in the air. I was, I was blown away. I said, wow, really? He said, yeah. I was like, well, she said this and acted this way toward these people. And then she said that to you uh, as she's walking away to her car and then drives off. And he agreed. Yeah, that's exactly, I guess that's what happened. I said, see, this is just completely unacceptable behavior. Now, this woman doesn't know the other woman and her daughter. It doesn't matter if she was speaking Spanish, German, Gaelic, or any kind of language. The woman had, that, that woman had no right to speak to these people the way that she was speaking to them and to assume, and to insinuate because they spoke English, because they were brown, that, that they are responsible for the COVID numbers spiking potentially in Delaware because apparently the narrative is it's people, quote unquote, running across the border, bringing COVID with them as to why we have high numbers of COVID in the United States. So this woman has it in her mind that the Latinx woman and her daughter are part are also responsible for COVID numbers and spiking in Delaware. Well, we don't even know where these people are from and where they're going. But this is the implication. And because they didn't speak English in response to her. So, so friends, why do I make any mention of this? Well, because I'm a big believer in courtesy. You know, decorum. Professionalism. Basic, you know, basic, common respectfulness, no matter where you are. Unless there is a clear indication that the human being is deliberately, verbally assaulting you and physically assaulting you, at which point you have a right to defend yourself accordingly. Otherwise, it... You know, in the grand scheme of engaging with one another in a public domain, we all ought to be basically courteous to one another. It's just common decency. Now, I'm not going to just only point out what I could surmise that the woman is a Trump supporter and voted for Trump, which... I'm not going to go on a tangent about that, but because that would be ridiculous. But she feels politically away and feels, based on whatever she's been listening to, that people that are 
uh, that speak Spanish or and are of Latin descent are criminal people and are spreading COVID. I could go on and say that the woman was racist. I could say that. I could. I mean, it, anybody could, based on that interaction, that one moment in time. Now, she could have just kept all that to herself and kept it moving. Why say anything? Why say anything? As mom, my mother would always say, if you have nothing nice to say, don't say anything at all. Pure and simple, friends. You can feel away about somebody all day long, but when you're in a public sphere, it's your responsibility as a grown adult human being functioning in the world, contributing to society, to behave with basic decorum and common decency and courteousness to someone else. That is your obligation as an adult human being. It is. It doesn't matter what your political leanings are. It doesn't matter what your religious leanings are either. It doesn't matter what your views are with regards to people that identify a particular way regarding gender. It doesn't matter what the person's socioeconomic status is. It doesn't matter how many finer possessions one has or lesser possessions one has. Basic, common decency, respect, and courteousness, kindness, in a public space and domain is your and mine or my responsibility as adults. We teach our children these basic skills. We should be behaving as we teach our children, not do as I say and not as I do. That's lead by example, right? We all are leading by example, raising the bar, on how we choose to engage with others around us with basic common decency and kindness. Now, I've seen or heard other people who are more super left-leaning behave very poorly to someone who voted for Trump. I've seen people basically almost physically accost another human being because they voted for Trump, spit on the other person because they voted for Trump or seemingly voted for Trump or assume verbally uh, aggressively that someone voted for Trump because they're, uh, the person had a, had a different view of a situation than they did. Then once they made this whatever judgment in their head and decided on the fly, oh, you must, have, you must be a Trump supporter, uh, then you're a racist and then you're this and you're that, well, that's, that's egregious. They don't know anything. Because someone has an opposite view, it doesn't mean that they support anybody. It just means they have an opposite view. Like, look at things for just simply what they are, not read into it, because until you actually have a face-to-face conversation with the other person and kind of get to know the other individual, you don't truly know what their political leanings are at all. So it's an assumption. It's a judgment that someone's doing. It's, an, it's a uh, perception based on small fragments of information, teeny tiny little fragments of information. 
you can't possibly know anything about where someone stands politically on fragments. I, I honestly can't really totally surmise what that woman's political leanings are based on the activity which occurred at the rest stop, but I, can, but I have a pretty good guess based on her intolerance toward the woman and her child and her attitude towards Ross and instructing him on how to spit on the sign. A one could pretty, that's a pretty good guess that she voted for Trump and hates Biden. I can't do anything about that. Neither can the woman, neither can Ross. I mean, she obviously, to me, seemingly, based on her posture, her body language, her facial expressions, the way in which she communicated with uh, pretty much anybody around her, that she's a miserable human being. And the thing about misery, misery is that misery loves company. What was a funny, fun moment was turned into this negative experience, kind of, sort of, because of this one human being who's filled with anger, resentment, frustration, possibly rage. I don't know. But clearly she's an upset woman and a miserable one at that. Because who behaves in such a way if they weren't happy? If they were happy, they wouldn't behave that way. If, they were, if they're miserable, all sorts of things come out of somebody's mouth. All sorts of behaviors are expressed when someone is miserable. And as I mentioned repeatedly, hurt people do hurt other people, whether that's verbally or otherwise. And I think that that is truly sad. And I do believe that as a collective body, we can do a much better job behaving in a much better way, regardless of what our political leanings are, whether one voted for Trump, whether one voted for Biden, whether one didn't vote at all, whether someone voted for someone other than the candidates that were on the ballot, whether one believes in the quote-unquote big lie, whether one believes that, you know, whatever conspiracy theory is present, whether one believes X, whether one believes Y, Basic common decency when engaging in a public at a public sphere to me is the responsibility of you and myself as adults. I treat myself really well and therefore I'm going to treat someone else well. I treat myself really well. I'm kind to myself. I'm good to myself. It's not a bragging thing. It's just facts. I treat my people around me very well. So the phrase, treat others as if you would treat yourself, absolutely. But perhaps people treat themselves poorly, therefore they treat others poorly. That is a possibility. Because if you treat yourself and you have high standards for yourself and you treat yourself well, well, you're going to treat other people pretty well too because that's just your modus operandi. That's just how you function in your everyday experience of life. But if someone else in their everyday experience of life does not treat themselves very well and, treat the, and they treat themselves poorly, the probability is that they will also presumably treat others not very well and very poorly, presumably. 
there are those rare cases where that's not the situation. So I share the experience with you because as people voting a particular way in this country, and especially since now we have all these these things happening regarding gun violence, there's gun reform on the table, people are upset about the high gas prices, which I understand they are very high. I totally get it. The war in Ukraine, other things happening in other parts of the world that have an effect on every other country. Because let me tell you something, friends, we're not the only ones suffering. Other countries and other citizens of a country are also suffering. In other words, we're all in this together, going through it, and we just have to rise above our own emotional shortcomings, if I may say, and glitches and or sort of uh, these like snafus and conduct ourselves accordingly. At the very least, if cordiality is not the thing or you're not feeling very compelled to be uh, courteous, well then you know what? I'm sure you have a job and that you would have to behave in a very professional manner. Exhibit professionalism. Treat them as if they were a customer in your store or a client at your establishment or a patron at your establishment at the very least. I behave and, and still work on because I have my judgments too. I slip into patterns also and I have to every day work at breaking those cycles as well. But I constantly remind myself to treat everybody as if they're coming as if they're students in my yoga class. And how would I treat a student in a yoga class? I would treat them with respect, kindness. I'd be warm and welcoming. I would, you know, be who I am straightforward, honest, assertive, direct, and as gracious as possible. So I would be, I behave that way in the public sphere. Now I'm often taken aback when people behave less than that. I find I have issue with that because I know that the person can really do a better job, but perhaps they weren't educated on such things or they were enabled most of their life, which is why they continue behaving in such a low level manner, in my opinion. And the woman's behavior at the rest stop is low level, in my opinion. So friends, I think that it would be really great that we take that look into our own selves and look into the mirror and ask how how quick are we to judge someone else based on who they voted for if we know that information based on what their political leanings are if we're basing that on externals because we seem to do that often because identity politics seems to be this huge thing these days we make assumptions and we are quick to judge we assume and then we judge and we, we just we, we go back and forth with those two activities on a day-to-day basis. And I think that kind of action and that kind of way of functioning and that way of thinking is not good. It creates too many distances between people and gaps. And we have enough of those things already going on. So I think kindness, basic common decency, being cordial are the way to go.
these are these are things I think we should all really do a better job on enhancing and working through whatever mental things that we have in a moment and not project them onto other people in the public space. Right? I think we can agree that that would be a good idea. Whether or not you agree with Biden or with Trump or with whoever voted for Biden or whoever voted for Trump or whoever's going to vote for whomever in the upcoming election in a couple years. So as adults, as human beings, as people, I believe that we are all wonderful folks for the most part and that we're all seeking to be happy to provide for our families to do the right thing to take care of our children to take care of our loved ones and to live as to live a good life I think inherently we all want those things period so I think that based on that information that we all could work together collectively to be more kind to one another more compassionate to one another right more tolerant, more patient. That's how I feel. What do you feel? What do you think about it? What are your thoughts? Does this sound pretty good to you? You know, let me know. I'm, uh, I'm open to discussion. Thank you so much for listening to the Unconventional Yogi Podcast with yours truly, Colette Marie, Real Content, Real Talk.